I thought that was a great sound effect. When the door comes, do you think he's like, eh? But that's the thing. He doesn't in the book as a door, as a door door. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously as like a solid door, but I mean, as like a person door, he's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a click. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. But no further, me. no further because we will get copyrighted issues. No further because I, I, this is a safe space, so I'm going to say it. I had only heard that those words to their actual melody for the first time this past week, and I've never actually heard the song before. <laughs> I mean, kind of iconic. I, um, I want to welcome everybody back because we are done with our hiatus. Also, August wait, crazy. What? Who are we? What's going on? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Should we redo this intro? No. Okay. We'll just go with it. Welcome to Say Smut, a literary podcast for readers and non-readers. Yes. Welcome. That is Sarah, and she still loves reading books. And that's Hope, and she still loves talking. I still do. Each episode, I break down the plots of some pretty crazy uh, books to hope who has not read them and shockingly today hope has not read this book either still no for the people betting at home i hope you bet that i hadn't read it because i haven't and i want i want everybody to know that we are coming back swinging i mean Ooh. this is maybe i was like so disturbed after reading this book on <laughs> so many levels and i i just really hope that hope um enjoys the the wildness uh of what we're about to experience so before we get too far into what what this book is uh i want to give content warning so if any of these you know uh, are upsetting to you you can uh subscribe and come back later and join us um Please. but this book contains uh content about murder stalking uh obviously sexual content and it does have a gun scene involved with it so with that said, we are going to be doing Unhinged, Unhinged by Vera Valentine, which if you are on Book Talk, it is going crazy right now. And um, if you are me, you cannot glean from the title what this book is about. Uh, well, you kind of have some concepts because of what I've asked you to research. I do. So I, I'm going to say right now that this is a 70 page book. Okay, good to know. Good context. Novella, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it, it was stacked full of a plot, okay, uh, and spice. So on Storygraph, it has a 3.16 rating. And on okay. Goodreads, it has a 3.42 rating. I'm going to be honest. I sat for a solid hour after reading it last night and thought to myself, I cannot, I cannot possibly rate this book. I cannot, oh. give it an, I cannot give it an honest rating and I don't even know where to start. Like, I don't even know where to start. That's a first. Judge this. So we're going to fumble through this. Imagine what my ratings will be like at the end of it with even less absolutely, context. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, a little bit about our author, Vera Valentine. She lives in North Carolina with her husband, eight cats and two dogs. Ooh. I love it. 
We love an animal lover. We do. She loves paranormal wide shoes, which if you don't know what that is, that's typically a polyamorous situation where it's why choose one guy or why choose one why girl. Like kind choose. of like, like ah. why choose? Why choose if there's multiple indeed, people in love indeed. with you, right? That makes sense. And she loves the queer polyam genre. Um, Who doesn't? She, yeah. I know I do. Yeah, we love it. Uh, love she it. <laughs> has written more than a dozen books, including Fear Feeding Cryptids, Ooh. Easter Bunny Aliens, and Omegaverse Balloon Animal Shifters. Question. Yes. Are all of them spicy books or just the one that we're reading? No, I believe they're all spicy. Perfect. That's the correct answer that I wanted to hear. Proceed. <laughs> so without further ado, let, uh, let us get into Unhinged. Let's further ado it. Um, let's open the door to this story because let's unhinge the lid of this story. <laughs> yes, we are opening on our main character who is a door. He is a door. <laughs> Specifically, he's a door to an apartment. Challenging. Continue. <laughs> he's a door to an apartment in a very sketchy part of town, uh, near some wooded areas. Okay. Mm -hmm. And about six months ago, Tana, I'm going to say that's her name. Tana, a very beautiful young woman, moved in and the door has been in love with her ever since. Oh. Okay. So please enjoy I this. so confused already. No, you know what? You know what? We'll, we'll get into it a little bit. Uh, but I, I'll answer some of your questions shortly. Okay. So please enjoy this entry from the first page of the first chapter. I can't Quote, wait. As a door, I don't I didn't know when I fell in love with Tana, only that I most assuredly was. It might have been the first time she laid her soft fingers on the cool brass of my knob. The nice. day she first toured the apartment I faithfully guarded. End quote. Amazing. I this want is, you to here's what here's what I'm gonna just off the bat. I'm going to have to change how I'm thinking of this already, probably, because my first mental visual of door person is like the door handle in Alice in Wonderland. So like really the, no the knob is a nose and then you've got eyes up above and a keyhole for a mouth. But that can't be. I mean, it could be in this case, but I don't know that you'd be like, I fell in love with her the moment she grabbed my schnoz and really yanked no. on my nose to get in the door. So it must not be that way. No, the knob you will quickly find out is his appendage. That is what I gather. <laughs> um, and they give a lot of like this sentence just kind of adds a lot of context into what we're about to experience because mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. so much it's so much like she thought of everything. His front is facing the hallway and his back is facing the apartment. Uh-huh. So like he'll like refer to her and say like that she leaned against his back after shutting the door and sure. like i don't know there's so much to it uh the author really to thought, the book i gotta say yeah no <laughs> it's, it's a, a challenge in this book oh we'll, we'll get into it some of the uh, most dangerous sex in this book maybe <laughs> well i will not let you down okay i can't wait so hope i want you to give me a brief history on doors if incredible you i'll i will not spoil my other research but know that i was given two subjects of research and did not think this would pertain to the main character in any way whatsoever so we're all confused um sarah did ask me to research a brief history on doors and it's really brief 
Uh, here's what I learned from Google's generative AI research, which is that nobody actually knows when doors are invented. Like, if Excellent. you think about it practically, the second there was, I don't know, any sort of structure you had to enter or really gate that would be made or like boundary that you had to cross through in all of history, inherently then a door, I would say, was created. Um, we do know about the first recorded history of doors which came by way of tomb paintings in Egypt. Um, and the paintings were from around 4,000 years ago. So it's not that doors are from that time. It is that there are paintings of doors from that time to suggest that they were around, if that makes sense. So the tomb paintings show these false doors, which were used as wall decorations in tombs, and they represented gates to the afterlife. But that was sort of first recorded history of the concept of doors. Um, the first wooden doors were used in Europe at around 3000 BC, and stone doors were used in Asia around 2000 BC. But the actual founding, like when were doors invented? No, but we don't know that. Who, who would know? You know, no, I mean, and what concept of house? Door? It would it would be like asking who invented the house. Yeah, because we like we got on Earth and then had to find a place to live, and I think somewhere naturally, then door just kind of existed. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, what was the first plate? Technically, our hands, right? Like, what was the first utensils? Our hands, like, I don't know. Like, you could really go into a whole rabbit hole of answers there. And what is um, a rabbit hole, but not a door? But not a door. Everything is a door. It's, everything is doors. If you've learned but nothing else after, if you learn nothing else from this episode, know that everything is a door. Amazing. If one door shuts, another door opens. Another door will fuck you. Yeah. But Absolutely. in like a cool way, not like a bad way. <laughs> Is that your whole research? That's my entire research. I no love one knows it. when doors are invented, but the first recorded uh, like documentation of doors from about 4,000 years ago. And that's just like historical documentation of it, but doors definitely existed. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. You Let's can again imagine why. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully in the video version of this podcast, you see my eyes get really big as it occurs to me that the the main love lover, love person, love entity in this book is a door. Because truly, I have so little door-related research and so much other research on a different thing that I think when you hear about it, you'll be like, that is probably why Hope thought this was a book about something else. And I think every single one of our listeners has interacted with a door. So, you know, like, I would hope that you would have some context into what we're talking about. That's true. Maybe not in this way. But no. maybe yes, and that's not my no. that's not my business. Um, okay, so let's pop back into our story. So there is a very creepy superintendent to the apartment who may or may not be killing girls, specifically oh. one girl. So the door once saw the super tugging a girl who looked like Tana into the backwoods near the apartment. Thankfully, it was not her, but. Yes, you how, already have a question. How did he see it? Not defined. Because it it, does it, it is almost like he can see everything, but I also think it might be a because he can see into the apartment and there are windows in the apartment that face the woods, he probably can see it. So his front and back don't really mean he has like a front facing and a back he can he can see everything around him. This is the weirdest conversation I've ever had. Okay. No. Nope. Doors can see both ways. Proceed. So, 
our, our story really starts when a police officer knocks on Tana's door or the door. And the door's uh, like, hey, that's my face. And he even is like, I when he talks about people knocking on the door, he's like, if I had flesh, this would hurt. But it doesn't. It just wakes me from a subconscious. How would you know? You're a door. <laughs> I mean, the boy can see, or the door, I guess. Is there gender to doors? I don't know. I don't um, know. Gender's a construct. Gender's uh, a construct. But like he, he even says, based on the man's appearance and what I've seen on Tana's television when she watches late night true crime shows, I can tell he's a police officer. And it's like, oh, sure. got sure. it. Hashtag culture. Okay. <laughs> so then the police officer asks Tana if she knows anything about the missing girl. And... um of course she says no and later that night the super comes by and is like hey did you talk to the cops and she's like yeah but i don't know anything and it's good because our girl tana is on to the fact that this superintendent is okay, creepy. Cool. like cool. he is he's not cool anyway right. the vibes are wrong the whole time so one night on a very stormy night a guy in a white robe and a crown rolls up to door uh, I don't know if I should be referring it to as the door or the door, door. door. Um, but he's not there for Tana. He's there for door because he's Zeus and he's the door's father. Uh, Insert oh, Star Wars quote here. My brain hurts so much. <laughs> We're just getting started. I know. I Yeah, I know. <laughs> So at this point, as somebody who absolutely adores Greek mythology and whatnot, I have asked uh, Hope to give us a brief history of Zeus and who he is and why this is important. Yes. For, and now you can understand why I wasn't expecting our protagonist to be a door. I assumed it would be Zeus. Um, I have a content warning for my research which is that it contains references to non-consensual relationships. So if you want to skip this research part of the podcast, go right ahead. I won't be offended. Um, but just seemed like a fair thing to throw out there. And then a hope warning is that I am about to butcher the pronunciation of so many mythological names. And I know. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're not experts. We've established that since day one. In this topic, Sarah may know... E I mean, I think knows much more about probably than me just at a baseline too. So this is be... like low key correct you every single time. Thank you. <laughs> she will, so when she low key corrects me, know that this was not, this was not my topic. Anyway, so there's no buts about it. But Zeus was a very sex positive God. And also a bit sex of creep. Sex positive or just creepy? Horny and a creep. Sex Horny positive creep. was pretty generous. Horny and a creep, a little more accurate. Um, this is generally true. A general note I will say about my research is that there are varying versions of Zeus's lore, and those versions have a lot of different numbers of wives and wives in different orders and a different number of lovers, and it's like so much to keep track of. So I did my best. We're trying to keep it as simple as possible. What you need to know is that, much like Taylor Swift, Zeus has a long list of Lex lovers who will tell you he's insane because he is, because he's a creep. He had seven wives, and that's just wives. No, yeah, no. It, it would be a tremendous list if we listed all of his baby mamas. If he wrote music about his relationships, the albums would be insane. True Taylor Swift, but in mythological times. Any whoozlebees. So <laughs> Zeus had... Seven wives, at least. Uh, 
the first of whom is Metis? Sarah? Yes. Does that sound right? Yes. Okay, cool. I need anyway. to look at it. Hold on, I need to look at it. Pretend that I said it. Yes. Right. Anyway, uh, she, right. she, as a fun fact, was swallowed by Zeus right before giving birth to Athena. And I don't even mean it in a cool, sexy way. I mean, like, he swallowed her, her whole. Because TLDR, Zeus thought that uh, Metis was going to eventually birth a son who would overthrow him. And so she was pregnant with Athena. And they were like, whoop, better eat you just in case. Um mm -hmm. There's the, a lot of eating also a lot of, in, not, in Greek mythology. There's a lot even, of eating people. Not even the sexy kind. No. I mean, probably also the sexy kind, but mostly just like physically consuming people. Um, we've got, so we've got Metis. That's a one fun story. Uh, the Themis. Sure. Yermody. Uh-huh. Demeter, just, just, who's his sister. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, Don't even... Yep. Who he slept with nine nights in a row, resulting in the creation of the nine muses, which I think is fun. And then we've got Leto as a wife and Hera as a wife, who is also his sister. LOL, yikes. Don't marry your sister. Don't They're marry all, your sister. It's very incestuous. It is very incestuous. So that's just the marriages. We've got seven. I can't begin to estimate at the lovers that Zeus had. There's a lot. Um, there are. Post marrying Hera, he continued to sleep with goddesses and mortals alike, according to uh, myth. And so some of those are Europa and Io, which is like the defunct Disney theme park attraction, which is why I know how that's pronounced. And Persephone and Nemesis and Diane. There's like, there's a ton of them. And that's a variety of goddesses and mortals, all kinds of different stuff. Um, and then to tear down from that, I also am not about to list all of Zeus's kids for, I think, the obvious reason that he's got like quadrillion lovers. Um, there are varying accounts of how many kids Zeus had. Zeus is described usually as having around 100 kids, but some sources drop that down to like at least 41 and others say it's like around 49. It's a lot of kids. Yes. And that's uh, not even including like the mortals he allegedly yo. slept with. Yeah. We're talking about like the kids whose names were worth writing down in Greek mythology and not yeah, just the people who were like half yes. god and like yeah yes. we'll get into that in a second incredible so so don't even worry about that but what you need to know is that um the so there's one final mortal woman who zeus ever slept with her name was alchemy or something like that and if it's not pronounced like that i'm sorry um she ends up being the mother of hercules and that's the last mortal that zeus ever slept with and following the birth of hercules he ceased to beget humans altogether and fathered no more children. That's according to Diorodus Cyclonus. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. You all know who it. it. <laughs> um, now to the awkward thing at hand, which is like Zeus did what? So as we've covered, Zeus had lots and lots of wives and lots and lots of uh, people that he slept with. And as I had alluded to in my content warning, a good a lot of those were not what I would consider in modern day to be consensual relationships. It was um, a lot of dubious consent. It is a lot like, of dubious consent. Yeah. And so, also not even sexual. Like when he 
when he turned into a rainstorm and essentially rained on right. a girl to make her pregnant. That right. was like it's wild. it's just it's weird. So yes, uh, my guy Zeus should go to jail. His go-to seduction method, as Sarah has alluded to, was to take a form of something, sometimes an animal, sometimes another person, sometimes an object, and then kind of use that form to woo or trick the person he wanted to sleep with into sleeping with him. And uh, many of his relations were non-consensual or a trick of some kind. So I went through and found some of the forms uh, referenced. Uh, again, not even all of them, but just some of the fun ones. So Zeus uh, turned himself into a bull to lure Europa away from some friends while they were picking some flowers. And then he carried her across the sea, which sure. And then he turned back into himself after carrying her across the sea to sleep with her. Uh, he turned into a swan and then got chased by eagles and then landed in the lap of Lita to seduce her. Uh, stories in play say that he's transformed into a satyr, a flame, and a shower of gold to seduce ladies. He's also taken the form of other people. This is where it gets real fucked up, is that he has taken the form of other people to trick their spouses into sleeping with him. Yep. Not cool. Yeah. So that's like... That's his five, uh, or his his vibe. Zeus recreates with everything, uh, peoples, gods, any old thing. Uh, not very often is he like, "Hi, I'm Zeus. Would you like to bang?" I love consent. Most of the time, he's like, "Oh no, I'm a, I'm a spooked little swan. I gotta sit in your lap like a creepy little pervert." Yeah, no, it, and it's like wild because most of the conditions in which he allegedly impregnates women is not even like penetrative penetrative you know penetrative. thank you um but it's like the magic of being a god and mm -hmm. he just happens to be a rain shower and she's in a tower and then she's pregnant like yeah. so there's some wild shit okay so what, I, what i will say is i don't know yet i hope to find out how zeus could have fucked with anything that then oh, yeah. procreated a door um because at least in the majority of the mythos that i was looking up it was less that he was just kind of fucking everything everywhere all at once and more that he was turning into stuff to trick people into fucking yes but yeah. i don't know maybe he fucked a tree and then that tree had another tree that then got cut down and turned into a door well i'm about to tell you let's so find out Hopping back into Zeus's conversation with the door, which, by the way, the door can't talk. Door can't talk, so it's a very one-sided conversation. Um, so one of my favorite lines is when Zeus is speaking to Door uh, for the first time and says, So Hera has told me I must make some amends for my affairs. Personally, I think she's being oversensitive, but women, right? You fuck one girl as a weather event or a bird or her own husband, and all of a sudden you're the bad guy end quote by the way <laughs> classic zeus true i mean he's not he's not sorry he also goes on to say quote part of hera's whole thing is consent which she says i need to learn and yeah <laughs> it's just like yeah yes. zeus <laughs> yeah actually it is thank you um so this conversation is just classic classic douchey zeus terrible zeus um, turns out door is made of solid oak, which is one of Zeus's sacred trees. So he's at least half dryad. Um, sure. A dryad is a nymph that is living in the forest essentially, and is made of oak typically. Um, so it's like kind of like those tree people. Like if you really want to think about it, you could think like, 
Yeah, like the um, in Lord of the Rings. Yes, Lord of the Rings. Um, there's a lot of like variations of this. Um, so Zeus also admits that he may have had sex with a knot hole in a very sexy tree. Oh in man, the forest I... that door is from. Ooh, I mean, if it's a hole, you might as well stick it in, right? Some like say every hole is a goal. Others would say maybe don't fuck a tree. <laughs> but hey. Zeus did some wild things. I don't know what you expect from him. Just know that just because it's a tree doesn't mean it won't have babies, I guess. And that those babies won't be doors. At one point, I don't have the direct quote in front of me, but essentially at one time he says, you know, oh, I heard my one of my seedlings made it to this part of the country and is now in the form of a door. Okay. Who, who cool. sent you that memo? Cool. Yeah. Who, who, who what ancestry tell you that, DNA, what ancestry DNA got you that note? Like, I don't know. Um, so Zeus says, Hey dude, I've got you. I'll give you a chance to be with this girl, which by the way, we, I have no clue how he knows about the girl. I don't. Um, but he says you can go into her dreams just tonight and make your case to convince her to have sex with you as a door. You cannot have sex with her in the dream as a man. It has to be as a door. In what way is this making amends? Because <laughs> it just seems like a, a punishing trial for door door person. Well, like poor door didn't even know he had parents. Like poor door didn't even know he had, uh, and now he's finding out a lot of information out. Poor one. door, excellent concept of true crime and police. No clue about door's parents. <laughs> <laughs> We know a lot, but we also know very little. He also says, by the way, you'll want to hurry because I got a note from my brother Hades that says that that superintendent, Randall, recently sent a girl to the underworld and like Ooh. he might be a little bit of a murderer. Again, not sure how this is all coming up, you know, very co coincidentally, but here we are. Zeus is a god and in that way he gets to know everything automatically sure. so sure. a lot a lot to take from a guy in a robe who just dips out like yeah. i'm your dad you can be with the girl you love you have one night to convince her to have sex with you but it has to be as a door and go <laughs> and go <laughs> and we'll start right now um so door shifts into her dreams would you like to guess what kind of dream she's currently having? For convenience sake, I hope she's having like a horny dream. <laughs> Would I really mean, help this process. Debatable. Hopefully um, not an actual nightmare because that's what her life's about to be. Though I could see a scenario where she's having a nightmare and he saves her. And then he's like, you're welcome. Fuck me as a door. I'm your door. Goodbye. And she's like, well, you saved me in my dream. Or... Or maybe it'll be like, the superintendent's probably going to kill you. Fuck me. I'm a door. <laughs> anyway, these are you my are guesses. not terribly far off. I didn't think I, I was just... Did, she did the book? Yeah, we always think you do. Actually, you are Vera Valentine. 
Um, this it was me your, the whole time. <laughs> this is your your true story. Thank you for um, reading my book. <laughs> this is their story. Dun dun. Um, okay, so she's actually dreaming that she's in a classroom full of her peers taking a test, but she forgot to get dressed that day. So it's one of those I'm naked at school oh. dreams. It's and she's like, she's naked. Yeah, she's mortified, and she's like so sad, like trying to cover her body. Door runs over and gives her his shirt to cover up. Now, person now, not a door wearing a shirt. Yeah, and he's also talking about like, oh my gosh, I, you know, how do I deal with these flimsy arms and legs and feet and whatever, right? Like this flesh that I have. Guess I can just walk. Yeah, guess I'm just not a little baby giraffe walking for the first time. Wait till you, um, you hear me form words with the, my brand new human mouth I've never used before. Yeah, I mean, the man thinks in English already, so I guess like that's working for him. It never takes babies that long to form words. No. So... Now he has to talk to her. What are you going to say to convince her to, or like bring up the topic that you want her to have sex with you as a door? Oh, how would you approach this situation? You have one dream, one night to convince her. One shot. (laughs) One opportunity. Here's the thing is that I I simply wouldn't try. So uh, let me think if I'm a door. Hi, it's me. I'm a door. I see that you're naked. <laughs> just, I, I see that know. you're naked. How convenient for me. How convenient for me. Because in that scenario, like the I think the play is to protect her from everyone seeing her and then being like, God, you're welcome. I'm your door. Come fuck me. Like, I honestly don't know. I don't. So, there's no good way. There's no pickup line. For no, her. no, there's no good way. And also you should know at this point, this man is like a complete golden retriever. I mean, he's obsessed with her and like has no indication, obviously, of the real world. And he's just like panting after her. Great. So she's like, oh, my gosh, you look so familiar. What's your name? And he says, quote, I have no name but yours, Tana. I am your faithful guardian and protector. Nothing more, nothing less. I am your door and I love you. End quote. Would that convince you to drop your pants? You I'm are shaking, shaking my head. head. No, for, for, sorry, I forgot this is an audio medium. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> Strangely, no. Also, she, again, the context is in this dream. She's sitting in a classroom taking a test. All the, all the other people have now me- melted away. It's just. Oh, that's okay. Well, still, it's still weird. Um, so then she says, quote, my door, I don't understand. Is that like a metaphor? And he says, quote, your door to your apartment. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm literally your no, door. I'm, I'm actually the door. Like, I'm not even trying to fuck around with you here. I'm straight up your door. <laughs> so of course she like laughs at this and thinks this is just like a ridiculous story and he's like please no take me seriously like i need to protect you and in order to do that i need to be human and in order to do that i need to be with you and he says quote in the way you are with your shiver shivering blue stick oh my gosh i can't see i don't understand is it a studio apartment he's the only door there no hold on we're about to address this she freaks out that he watches her with her little blue stick and he's like well what do you want me to do you keep the door open when you use it and she's he's like i don't know what the big deal is and he's like and reasonably she her response is quote wait is my bedroom door watching me too are you all freaky press board pervs (laughs) 
That's a good question. Valid I'm, concern. I would also be concerned about all my doors were perverts. <laughs> I would be too. I'd be like, how far does this go? Like, where are my windows in the conversation? I've got two doors looking at me right now and I'm feeling creeped out. Yeah, you know, like this is going to be your sleep paralysis demon now. <laughs> Just doors. Just doors. <laughs> he eventually tells her that Randall, the supervisor, has been letting himself into Tana's apartment when she isn't there. And like he's gone through her things oh. and he stole some of her underwear. Judge and- your stick. No, gross. So reasonably, she's like, oh, my God, he could have come in and killed me while I was asleep. But fairly quickly, she wakes up from this dream. I was going to be like, what the fuck, door? (laughs) She's like convinced herself it was a wild dream. And she's kind of doing that thing where she's like walking around her apartment, kind of ignoring the door, but giving it like a side look. Like, like, what? The look I'm giving the door right across from you right now. You looking at me? True. True. So the next day, Randall comes to her apartment when she's gone and he puts drugs in her orange juice. And then he tries to steal some underwear, but then he hears her like coming back. And so he drops it when he tries to exit. Like when she's coming home, mm-hmm. she notices the underwear on the floor and then looks at the door. And it's like clear she's debating, like, do I talk to this door? She's like, was that real? Because obviously this man, she saw him in the hallway. So she's like, I, I saw him coming from around my apartment. And now I have underwear on the floor. And I did just get told by my door that my he door might be coming in when I'm not here. That. So she tries to settle down for the night, like with a glass of wine. And then she like abruptly stands up and is, says, quote, I can't believe I'm even considering this. I've got to be out of my fucking mind. I got to fuck I, this door. But I mean, I, it can't hurt anything. Right. I mean, mind. I mean, it could, first of all, it could. I mean, women <laughs> fuck cucumbers and bedposts and balloons. And they shouldn't. Shit. They shouldn't. They hate, they shouldn't. This isn't that weird, right? I'm just saying from like a, it's not safe to put foreign objects in your body. Be careful with that. That's what I mean by they shouldn't. I think they make vibrators that look like almost all of those objects. You could just. Yes. So what does our girl go and do next? Fuck that door. But in order to fuck that door, what does she do first? Well, my hope. (laughs) I, my hope is that you would take like a suction dildo and throw it on the door. I don't think that's going to happen. I also don't think in the story it would count. No, it would probably not count. I I did question. Will she at least get her stick? So the girl gets a disinfectant and a rag. Thank you. Okay, sorry. Also that. I wasn't sure that she was going to be practical. Let's backtrack. At least sanitize your door. She does disinfect the door, which smart. Put a condom on the handle. I don't know what kind of handle we're working with, but I envision for the sake of this story that it's a long one and not a round one. You are getting way too ahead of me. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited about door sex. She gets lube, a condom, and her vibrator. Uh Uh-huh. She puts the condom on the doorknob. And she says, quote, it's not that I think you're going to knock me up with little uh, trap doors or something. It's that I only trust Lysol so much and doorknobs are kind of germ magnets. No offense. Hopefully that doesn't fuck with the mojo, but I don't really need to explain a UTI from this. End quote. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being semi-logical. Honestly, the most real part of the whole book so far. So she brings an overstuffed ottoman and puts it against the door. Uh-huh. Okay. And she lubes up the knob. 
And again, do we get a description of the shape of this doorknob? No, but I'm going to think it's, it's, uh, it's, I was going to ask you about this. I think it's probably like a round knob. Yeah, it probably has to not be because like you, couldn't, the, you couldn't side angle that way. No, that sounds also terribly uncomfortable. I am fighting every urge not to Google the most phallic looking doorknobs I can find. <laughs> not including That's literally be our phallic next Instagram posts. Look, look, I know that there's probably absolutely 100% dick doorknobs. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm no. looking for regular ass doorknobs that would work reasonably for this yes i am looking at my doorknobs right now and i have like a very old school house that has Mm -hmm. like the glass like intricate doorknobs sure yeah no yeah (laughs) that sounds so painful okay so essentially if you guys need a mental picture about what's happening which i agree we all need imagine doggy style with the doorknob yeah while she's like sitting on this ottoman right She's like perched on the ottoman. Yeah, the I mean, I understand the need for the ottoman, but that makes it a little complicated. But yeah, I yeah. And sure. she has intercourse with the door. And she keeps saying this shouldn't be hot, but it is. All right. So at Good the end you. of at the end of the interaction. I feel, I feel very I just had a moment, a flash, a moment of what am I doing with my life? Um, <laughs> it was at this moment that Sarah <laughs> reconsidered the whole the whole idea of this podcast and whether we should continue to do it. I did have a moment where the flesh before her eyes. I had a moment last night. I put it on my Goodreads and I thought all of my friends, my 200 followers and friends, which is not a lot for Goodreads, are looking at this now. And I put as a description, I read this for the podcast. Please don't judge me. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Amazing. at the end of the interaction, nothing has changed. So she's thinking, I'm crazy and I'm kinky and I need to go take a shower. That's fair. So she, she walks away to go take a shower. Meanwhile, this door turns into a man. Oh, great. That would be frightening to come back to. So when she comes back, she's freaking out and is like, who is you? Or who who is you who is you i just read the two sentences together i'm so sorry who are you where is my door which oh yeah because now there's no door yeah there's no door and at this point i just said omg you dumb but you dumb fucking bitch you literally just had sex with a door in hopes that this would happen and now you come out and i was like like, oh "Oh, no what where's my door who are you i couldn't possibly put two and two together and the only thing that convinces her that this is like a real situation is that the door still has the condom <laughs> on his penis. <laughs> Amazing. By the way, this means there's no door and he's just a man standing naked in her door frame. Yeah. Also, I, t- to be fair to our main character, I don't think that I would have also been like, that's my door. I'd have been like, who the fuck is this nude man in a condom and where did my door go? Would you not be assessing what you just did though? Yeah, like, I, mean, I would just be like, um, I did just have sex with a door so that he could become a human. I just feel like I'd be questioning my whole sanity the whole way around. I don't absolutely. know that I would. I don't think I'd be putting together my clues like that. 
so when they go to sit down and talk about this, she's just like, you know what? I need, I need a drink. And she pops some champagne and orange juice to make some mimosa. And he slaps, <laughs> yeah, he slaps it out of her hand and is like, that's poisoned. Okay. That's all. That's all at that point. Um, so then they're like, what do we do about the door? We need to get a new one. Get and the pretty door, much the front door. <laughs> the answer to the, which that would have been such a better fucking idea it would have been my the, the immediate thing i would have done while i figured out a different solution they essentially use doordash for or like uber eats she essentially to order a door from the hardware store which no pun intended on my use of doordash i iconic honestly so also at this point, I would like you to know she's also continuously laughing. Um, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm having a great time. They have to measure the space of the door and she gets out these like girly pink tools that are like not being super helpful. Yeah. And then there's like a weird couple of paragraphs where they get into the inequality of women and the pink tax, which is just like a weird time for it. But like, I'm not mad about it. Go and it's, it's all valid, <laughs> you know? what I'm focused on in this moment. While they wait for their door dashed door, they watch a movie, which isn't uncommon for them because technically she's watched movies before and he's yeah. just watching them with him. Her he loves he, movies. Yeah. And during the movie, she's like, what should we call you? Because I can't just be calling you door. And he's like, how about Driss, which is close to Idris, which is one of her favorite hottie actors. Oh, Idris Elba? Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's fine. That's fine by me. It would be better if you looked like Idris Elba. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they don't really explain the physicality of any of these characters. So you can kind of imagine them. Whatever we want. Yeah. And, and I, it doesn't, it seems like this, this door is male gendered, but I'm going to say this door could be whatever we want. I mean, gender's a construct. Gender's a construct. Um, so it should also be noted that they picked out a door that he directed her towards models that weren't similar to him out of jealousy. So he's like, oh, I don't want to watch you fuck another door. He's like, I don't even want you to theoretically fuck another door. All of the doors have that long handle you have to bend down so that's completely impractical for her to fuck it. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's no doors that look like him. Um, So do you think if you are a door that just got changed into a man Mm -hmm. and you will now have a new body, are you, do you think you are an expert in how to assemble a door or do you think you have no construct of human activities? I think that the reasonable answer is you absolutely would not know how, because I, I, I know that it's going to be like, well, he's seen other doors get installed down the hallway. And I think that's dumb. And I'm mad about it as an answer. <laughs> Somehow the man knows how to read and he reads the instructions and puts the door on. There's, I okay. Have, mm, fine. Fine. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm mad about in this nonsense book that we're talking this about. This 70-page book. You know what? Um, I would love for you to fuck the door. He doesn't know how to install other doors. So then they're like, we need to get you some clothes. Um. So she, he has been wearing her ex-boyfriend's sweatpants and then like slides on her way too small pink flip-flops so they can go shopping. Sweet. Okay, sure. He could have just stayed home, but... It's yeah, okay. that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, why not just like leave him at home? You you can and... get the man a pair of slippers. You don't have to worry about how how big his feet actually are. You could just you could guess. Literally, this is so nonsensical. 
Anyway, there's like a lot of smaller moments that it was, she's like, they're talking logistically about what are they going to do? How are they going to handle this? Blah, 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 blah. But then he's like, you know, I, she got weirded out that her super had been in her bedroom. And so she's like cleaning the bedroom because she's like disinfecting everything. She's like, I don't know what he didn't hear, you know? Fair. And so he is helping her and she is like thanking him for being such a good protector. And Thank like, you, she says, you've been a very good door, which essentially gives him the fa- same effect as somebody who is being called a good girl. Yeah, I get that. And this leads to a sexual scene where essentially she's playing a dominant and he's a submissive and she gets, cool. he gets a handy. Oh, good. And he like has never experienced an orgasm before. A, a, a handily. <laughs> handily. <laughs> That's so good. Um, but <laughs> I'll be here all week. <laughs> so, but like at the same time, I'm just thinking like this, this poor man has had his knob grabbed by so many he's people. He's like, we've done this before. But now he's experiencing an orgasm. And I love that there's kind of this reverse psychology of like, I've read so many books where she's the virgin and he's the rake and he teaches her how to have sex. And then this is like, I'm going to teach my door to have sex. (laughs) Teach my door. Um, So anyway, after the handy, Randall, the super, bangs on the new door (laughs) and just kind of questions about that. Oh, that's to backtrack so briefly. The reason I was laughing very hard and was silent for all my laughing for such a long time because not once in my long history of ordering things on DoorDash have I ever encountered a vehicle that could possibly no. deliver a door to my home. Absolutely and not. I don't think there's a way to coordinate that necessarily in advance. So I'm just imagining like a very small car that had to like stick a door partway into its trunk and then maybe drive really slow to the apartment i like i have no indication on how this worked out they grazed over this so fast this poor dasher's like how am i supposed to get a door i don't want to i don't want to not get money they better have tipped well that's all i guess i'll deliver this door it's gonna take an hour maybe but look 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 okay so going back to where randall's at anyway please, I need back to, to randall and he knocks something to, to get door. past this um past so he comes in and he starts he's like obviously frantic and he might be on some drugs and he's calling he's accusing tana of calling the cops on him again and claims something about a girl named sarah who we essentially figure out through his like jumbled narrative here that he was interacting with a girl named sarah uh-huh. who she essentially told him she just wanted to be friends and he did not obviously take that well. Mm-hmm. And he like dragged her into the woods and killed her. And so anyway, he and then she went to the underworld and said, Hades, look, I'm a little nervous. Could you warn going up there? Could you warn this random human that yes. this other random human in the whole entire world of human beings might murder her? But can you do it through like your brother who's the father of her apartment door? Could you do it through a fuck door? And also, do I have to stay in the underworld or do I get to go to like a zappy little kind of like a heaven joint? Is this just well, technically a, a little a little education moment here? Because it's not he's not like the hell the keeper of hell. No, it's just like no. death. The underworld is like broken up into different variations of like what hell and heaven would be like for Christians. And so gotcha. if you go to the underworld, it just means you died. It doesn't mean you can went gotcha. like to heaven or hell. Anyway, gotcha. so he pulls a gun on Tana, but Driss 
tackles him. And at one point, Tana like breaks a vase over Randall's head, but there's like in this altercation, it kind of gets crazy, but somehow Driss, there's a bang and Driss passes out. Okay. Oh. So through some like, you know, psychedelic moment of like in and out, not sure if he's alive or dead or just inanimate. Um, turns out, turns out Driss was shot in the altercation and he turned mm-hmm. back into a door because of it. Amazing. That's exactly what I envisioned is that he immediately turned back and into a door. And just fell on top of Randall. Um, <laughs> and then the cops, of course, come and interview everybody and then take him to evidence because he's a door and he has a gunshot through him because they take everything to evidence. But she got him back after the investigation. I would like my shot door back, please. Don't Which, ask questions. Literally, she's like, you don't even know how much paperwork and shit I had to go through to get you back. Anyway, Hera visited her in a dream and told mm-hmm. her how to get Driss back. Paperwork. So, a lot of paperwork. Paperwork and you're gonna have to fuck him again. You're gonna have to fuck the door again. So well, that she I lays the door on the carpet all moody. Right. Maybe yep. you light, lit some candles. I hope know. so. Yo, know, get your soundtrack on. Yeah. And then she puts a condom on. She gets the lube out. And you know what happens. She's going to really fuck that door, but more conveniently positioned than the first time. Exactly. And he even was like, but gravity was on our side. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Um, and so she, uh, while they're having relations, mm-hmm. while she's having relations with the knob, he turns back into a man in the middle of sex. Oh, convenient. Better. I, better than last time. Better than last time. Um, anyways, it turns out, so they have this lovely sexual moment. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I can call it lovely sexual moment when you're having sex with a door. But uh, so anyway, yeah. it turns lovely out. Lovely in the sense that at first he was a door and then he was a man. Look, I mean... That'd be some crazy. I don't even know where to go with that. All right. So anyway, it turns out it was the old lady next door with her little yippy dog who I didn't bring up in my analysis because I didn't think she was important. But essentially, she's kind of made a couple cameos. She, the old lady next door had called in about Randall. She had actually called earlier when she had witnessed him going to the woods at all hours of the night sure, and noticed sure. he was going into Tana's apartment when she wasn't there. Gross. And, um, okay. So yay for old lady next door. Tana then says, quote, Hera also said, you'll turn back into a door every full moon. So we'll need to re we'll need to repeat this when you transform. So I can bring you back with my magic pussy. Yeah. Your magic pussy. I look honestly. I like the confidence. Honestly, I iconic. Honestly, <laughs> iconic. Honestly. It's the only conclusion I could have formed for what's happening here. So, also while Driss was still in evidence lockup, um, apparently Zeus came by and dropped off a little present for him. And when Driss opens the present, um, it has a val- it has a wallet inside with a valid ID that says his name is Driss Lock. It's funny because he's it's it's funny. He's a 32-year-old immigrant from Greece, and it has a mm. bunch of other formal IDs he would need to like get a job and have a life. Um, and that's then they leave to go for a celebratory dinner. And that is the end of our story. Wow. Look, take me to the Applebee's. 
after something like that. Take me to Olive Garden and I will be so happy. Let me fuck my door and then let's go to Olive Garden. Because when you're there, you're family. You are family. Very familiar. Familiar. Anyway. Um, So... I don't even know how we're going to rate this. I like, I feel very emotionally distraught trying to even put my brain into this. Yeah, so this it's is far, pretty, this is pretty a lot. <laughs> that was a lot for a 70 page book. If you really think about it, that was a I, lot. I'm, of and I'm really thinking about it. And that's a lot. So what are you going to give diversity? A complex question, because on the one hand, this is the first time we've had door representation, something I know we've all been concerned about. Not enough doors in our books. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. this is diverse. It's a fucking a door. Does, is there any descriptor of anyone's, I don't know, like background or? No. Well, we have an immigrant, apparently. We have one immigrant from Greece, except also not really because he's a door. Can I give it a question mark out of five? <laughs> I think let's go. I just... Because on the one hand, <laughs> there's no descriptor. So that's about as diverse yeah. as it can get. Or theoretically. diverse because we're including inanimate objects. Yeah. Or everybody is is white. We have no indicator. It could be the most diverse. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's just put that as N.A. Not applicable. Not applicable. Um, what about plot? I'm giving it a four. It was, I would like to also give it a four. This is some of the funniest shit we've talked about. <laughs> Smut, I'm giving it a five. I'm sorry. You cannot tell me in a 70 page book, we had two sex scenes that incredible. included a door. I can't ask for more. That's incredible. What are you I can't ask for it? more either. I would like to give it the same. <laughs> Great. Um, Amazing. I am going to quickly uh send you the, the cover well oh okay before i describe this do they ever mention the apartment number she's in in the book nope okay so the title pretty much uh white color the theme it says unhinged and erotic door romance which i really like as a subtitle there are keys hanging from the u and unhinged uh the whole picture is like a white wall and just a white door and it's got a gold knob with like a little glint of a shine on it and there's people and the number on the door is 69 <laughs> in big gold numbers <laughs> which technically did they 16 I mean, what even is sixty nine? Yeah, I don't. Door? I don't know if it. I don't know if it counts in your knob. I know I just got blurry. If you see this video, I'm yes. Blurry. I'm so sorry. It's because I've been dodging and weaving with joy, looking at this. Really, that's the whole book cover. It's it's mostly yes. white. It's, it's got just a, a very sleek door on it. Look, I'm giving it a five. I don't know what more I could ask from a door erotic novel. Yeah, and if we are to take the image at face value, the handle is a basic round gold knob. Yeah, for, like for a those who want to but yeah, like a little, yeah, exactly. What are you giving the cover? Guess a five. I mean, that's that's what I expect a door to look like. I mean, so we both are at five for that one. So, um, our <laughs> we this is maybe the highest rating we've given. Um, if we're doing out of fifteen points, we gave it fourteen out of fifteen both. Amazing, and so that is ninety three. Uh, percent, which might be our highest rating yet. We came back Fuck strong. Lord, doors. <laughs> um, what do you think is your what the smut moment specifically? 
Specifically, the entire book. Thank you for asking. Specifically, the entire book is one continual what the smut, say smut moment for me. Couldn't pick just one part. Really, all of it. Sincerely, really, the whole book. Um, yes, I would have to say specifically how well thought out the author was when creating the sex scene of being like, well, we need to disinfect it and it's cannot yes. get a UTI. And it's not because like, let's put a condom on to make it a little easier. Bonus points for protection. Yeah. And then the fact that like, she really thought through, like, if I, if I'm going to have sex with a door, I need to get an ottoman out. Like, we're not just going to do this standing. Well, you, I mean, y- depending on how tall you are too you'd pretty much have to to get yeah yeah and then and then you know like later on when she lays the door down like gravity's on their side gravity is on their side um at one point i didn't mention this but at one point the first time she has intercourse with the door and she realized she thinks that it didn't work she kisses below the peephole and is like sorry to like fucking run and then like (laughs) that was a little little much for me um but that I, at look, that point i was, decided it was too far you're kissing below the people is that what if that was like his chin like i don't know i don't know where the i mean i don't know that that's the weirdest place to kiss him to be honest i don't know is that his face because you it like not that you can't write a face you could write a face but like i don't i wouldn't have kissed it assuming it was the face maybe the, you could have kissed the people I just think this author really thought through what sex with a door would be like. Um, I'm not judging anybody who has had sex with a door, but let us know if this is an accurate depiction. Actually, don't. Actually, no, 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 no. We don't I take that back. That. Don't, I don't want to know that. This is all back. fictional, and we are all happy to live in a fictional world. I don't need to know ER stories. I don't need to know crazy shit people do in the dark. Yeah. Um, if nothing okay. else, please only insert appropriate things into your orifices. Please. Layered bot. Flared bases. Um, well, that was our book. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Enjoyed I know it, I enjoyed did. it. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. I unhinged it. I un- I am unhinged after it. Um, so you can find us if you choose on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at say smut at, at say smut podcast. Uh, additionally, we would love to hear your book recommendations. Send them our way via email at say smut podcast at gmail.com um i will say that we have a lot more nuanced books like today's um coming up but we also have more um just rom-commy and like like some of the ones we've done before so we'll have a good mix of absolutely redonkulous ones and then ones that you guys actually might want to read um having this very heady cerebral book experience today yes um also we'd love it if you like popped at us what do you wrote this section popped us uh, oh i'm now reading this correctly let's <laughs> redo that part wow. I have. <laughs> i'm I reading gonna... from a script now and i'm like uh what the hell say, did you if write? it's something i wrote i wrote it a long time ago and i can't begin to guess what i said <laughs> anyway what we really want to say is that we'd love it if you gave us a rating and review on yes. the podcast platform you're of your choosing Please don't say mean stuff. Hope's heart literally cannot handle it. I I am the one that moderates. And straight up, I won't read it. (laughs) No, that's great. I moderate our comments, so I will be vetting your shit. No, I'm just kidding. We do want honest feedback, but thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining Um, us. And uh, we're going to close the door on this episode. I wish we could have, we need like a door, like a door closing noise.
<laughs> I was thinking more of a heavy thud. Oh, oh but- sorry. <laughs> okay, well, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Uh, I thought that was great sound effect. When the door comes, do you think he's like, eh? But that's the thing. He doesn't in the book as a door, as a door door. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously as like a solid door, but I mean, as like a person door, he's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a click. Like, <laughs> Oh my gosh.